You're tuned into the It's Real podcast with your hosts, Kayla Callender and Andrew Yagi. Each week, we'll talk about what happens behind the scenes working full time in real estate and share with you real life stories, our successes, and failures as we work to help consumers and industry professionals reach their real estate and real life goals. Here we go. Episode 17 of the It's Real Podcast. I'm Andrew Yegi and I'm a real estate agent. And I'm Kayla Callender and I'm a mortgage lender. Kayla, you look, um, I'll say festive, maybe ahead of the 4th of July holiday weekend. You've got your, your white blue on at least. I, I do. I feel like, is it Lu- Lucy? You know, Lucille Ball that has that, yeah. right? That's yeah. how I feel today. Yeah. But yeah. I'm ready for the 4th. I'm excited. Um, because the weather looks amazing. I don't know about you, but I've been kind of scoping it out. It looks really nice. Yeah, it does. And I'm sure you guys are dying to get out to your lake property, hopefully not going to sit and and work on projects all weekend, but maybe going to enjoy it a little bit. Yes, that's the plan. There are projects though. There are projects, but yes, we're going to enjoy it. We're hosting family and friends and there'll be seven dogs. So it'll be wonderful. So how... How about you? What are your plans for this? Yeah, so, so we're going to go out uh, to Otter Tail Lake, I think, for the weekend and, you know, just kind of making some plans. Uh, the 4th of July happens to be one of my favorite holidays. It's also my birthday. Okay. Yes, I know. Are you going to have a big 21st birthday party or what's your plan? <laughs> It was uh, almost almost decades ago, but uh, yeah, things are a little bit more low key uh, these days. Obviously, with three kids, but yeah. uh, usually get together on my dad's side of the family, have uh, a little bit of a gathering, and just kind of kick back and relax, and uh, kind of do what the kids want to do. I guess that's awesome. Well, it'll be fun no matter what. I hope you have some great celebrations, and I know this time of year people kind of pull off on real estate just a little bit. A lot of times, it's just because people don't want to necessarily be showing homes or looking at homes they're kind of wanting to just relax so are you seeing that um you know around this time too yeah no i'm glad you brought that up um i actually had a conversation with one of my seller clients about just that a couple of days ago just because we you know maybe a little bit of a smaller market a nice house you know probably a higher price point for that market and just talking about, hey, you know what, we've been on the market for, you know, a, a good amount of time. And, you know, we've had some showings, but no offers. You know, do we look at a, a price drop? Mm-hmm. What do we do? Because I really do feel, you know, our week is, things are picking up for us a little bit this week. But I feel like things have been a little bit slower mm-hmm. these past couple of weeks. And, and I think you're absolutely right. You know, just I kind of ahead of the fourth, you know, people are enjoying summer, you know, I'm not really going to make a decision, but I feel like the fourth happens and people start mm-hmm. saying oh, summer's over, which, man, we just started. Yeah. And, uh, and hey, where are we going to be this fall? Where do we want to be this winter? So I'm, I'm glad you obviously see that, too. Mm-hmm. I do. It's kind of a mad dash after to try to get into a home before school starts for kids. But around this time, people are taking vacation in North Dakota and Minnesota we just really try to take advantage of our summers. So a lot of people just say, Hey, I'm putting it to bed for a while. I'm taking vacation. So I'm definitely seeing that already. Speaking of enjoying uh, the summer and everything, I was kind of looking around online a little bit. It looks like you've, uh, you've done your share of maybe some golfing, some golf tournaments, hanging up the lake. I I was uh, 
looking just the other day, it looks like you guys had a, had a, uh, a pretty awesome, um, yeah. awesome golf tournament and the like and had your FIBT golf balls. Yes, we do. Um, we took uh, first place in uh, the women's division, and that's because we were the only women's team at the first international annual golf outing. So, so I've got to ask you, do you actually enjoy like the golf aspect or for you, is it more the social piece? So here's the thing, Andy. I don't devote time to golf. So therefore, if I'm not like actually good at something, I don't enjoy it. But I'm actually okay at golf. I golf like four times a year, but I enjoy all of it. I just think, I mean, you get it. Yeah. When you're good at something, you usually enjoy it more. So I like it, but I could like it more. How about you? Yeah, I'm I'm not good at golf. Um, I enjoy the social piece of it, but mm -hmm. I, you know what, I've tried to get into golf. I mean, I've had, you know, lots of invitations from friends or, you know, people in the area, you know, there's some weekly groups and I... I'd love to get into it, but just with all of the things I have going on, I, I just can't, at least not right at this point, and, and kind of the same thing. If I'm not good at it, I don't, right. don't really Well, you're much. good at everything, so I'm pretty sure if you picked up a club, you'd be just fine. <laughs> I don't know. You know, sports is one thing that I never uh, excelled at, Kayla, and, you know, mostly because I just didn't work at it, and I, I didn't. <laughs> So I think that was really the biggest thing. But there are enough other things I enjoy doing, such as flying, which speaking yeah. of, I've, I need to come and see you uh, on the lake. I, we've you talked too. about it a little bit that a friend of mine and I, we kind of went in together and, and bought an amphibious float plane. And uh, so we've been flying that to the lake a little bit. Here's, uh, here's a, a picture of it. It's a lake amphibian, which is kind of like a flying boat. It's really, really yeah. cool. They haven't been produced since the late 90s, and this is from the 70s, but this was on Otter Tail Lake uh, recently. Uh, trying to talk my wife into uh, into getting in it uh, with me, but she is not so keen on it. Her, one of her biggest fears mm -hmm. is drowning, but I was able to uh, to talk her into letting me bring Ella, kind of our, our oldest with, and, and Ella had a... Ella had a, a really good time when, when we were flying together. Look at her face. She's very excited to be with dad. She she was really excited. And, you know, we're just from what we're at on Otter Tail to where you're at. We're just a, a quick hop. So I, I, maybe this weekend we'll have to, to hop over and say hi. You know where we're at. If not, I'll send you my address and pin. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, Kayla, so what, what are you seeing in the mortgage world with rates and, and in the market this week? Market rates have been pretty flat. I mean, I think last time we talked, I think from my memory, it was around 6.92. So rates are remaining pretty stable. They're still kind of hovering around that seven mark um, for a 30-year fixed. So just not a ton of movement up or down, It's which is okay. Um, when we're seeing markets, you know, swinging, it's, it gets emotional because people are like, do I lock? Do I float? So yeah. Nothing really exciting to report this week. Sure. I had I, I had seen a little bit from, um, you know, an, an, another lender that I'm friends with and just happened to, you know, kind of get get mm -hmm. emails and just kind of talked a little bit about, you know, the the Fed Federal Reserve chair just kind of talking about that. Hey, we could see yeah. a couple additional 25 basis point hikes this year yet and mm -hmm. obviously we've got a big report coming out um, this week you know dealing with uh, personal consumption expenditure index um, and it's going to be watched very closely and you know could very well 
um, you know, affect kind of uh, where we see the housing market and, uh, and rates go. But I think one thing's for sure, regardless of where we see rates, um, there still is just not a lot of supply out there. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, that, yeah, it, it's a huge, huge issue. So mm-hmm. I, until we can solve that, I think demand is still going to be, be pretty high for housing. You know, you're right. I actually talked to two gentlemen this morning, each separately, and they are set on buying now because they they feel and fear that if they wait, you know, it's just going to be really competitive if there's not a lot of movement in inventory. So a lot of people are starting to say, you know what, I'll deal with this rate today, the 6.92. If rates go up, cool, I'm good. But if rates go down, I'll refinance. So people are saying, I'm willing to spend the money on an investment right now, knowing I'm protected if they go up and I can refinance if they go down. So I've had some just today, uh, two conversations where people are very committed to buying now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And and ultimately, that's what you have to do to be successful in this market as an agent or a lender is you know, you have to go out and, 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 you know, dig through and kind of find who are those motivated individuals that are, you know, positioned and ready to go. Because I get calls every day from people, I just want to go see a house and, and they're not teed up and ready to go. And it's just going to be a waste of everyone's time with as quickly as things um, are moving. And, you know, it's uh, something I think the longer you're in, in the business, you, you get more cognizant of your time. I become really, really conscious of my time, even just trying to track my time better and where does it all go? Because it, it's easy to waste time and to let other people waste it too. It is. And I think as you as you learn about yourself in this business, whether you're a lender or a realtor, if you helped every single person that just asked you, you would have no time. You'd be burned out. But if you find the people that, okay, I will help you, but how serious are you? Do you want to get pre-approved? Do you want to talk hard facts? I think it's a mutual relationship where you understand that time is valuable, but by having that time and committing, it just sets you up for more success later on. Yep, it absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you've got a tight schedule today just because you've got closings and, and I've got I some do. appointments as well, but uh, so it's always exciting. Always be closing, right? You got to got to get uh, get everyone to their goal. But I want to hold in a little bit. And we've talked a lot over the now 17 episodes that we've done kind yeah. of about what are some important things to look at in a lender or an agent. But let's take a step back even before that. How do people even find a lender or an agent um, or select one? Because let's be honest, there is, um, you know, just a sea of individuals out there you know, who are, who are hungry for business, who are ready, but you know, where do you even start? Where does someone start, Kayla? Well, my opinion is you start by getting pre-approved and finding that lender. But how do you, how do you even find that lender? But to take a step back, it's that question. Well, where do I find a lender? Where do I go? How do I, I don't know. Do I Google it? Do I, you know, just walk into a bank? And so the best advice that I have, That's a good idea, Kayla. Let's uh, let's look for lenders. Oh, well, and a lot of people do this. I would too. If I knew nothing about mortgages, I'd Google it. Um, And so a lot of people will go to Google. They'll talk to their friends or coworkers. And they'll typically maybe go with someone that was referred to them by their realtor. A lot of people are starting with seeing a home or talking to a realtor first. 
a lot of realtors get out there and they you know market themselves and everybody seems to know a realtor. So a lot of people are getting referrals from their realtor, family, friends, and I would say online search. So my best advice is if you want to start, yeah, do those things. But don't just call lenders and say, what's your rate today? Uh, what are your costs? Because at the end of the day, like we just talked about, um, if you want to get serious, there's a lot of factors that impact your mortgage rate. And if you're just shopping rate, I can promise you, you're not going to have a good experience. Mm -hmm. Same with, with real estate, because when you have people calling you, Andy, and they're like, hey, what are you going to charge for this? And uh, can I see a home today? No, you want to get to know the person, their needs, their goals, their fears, their pleasure points. Like, What is it that you can do for a client? And I'm the same way. So to kind of go back, how do you start looking for a lender? Have conversations, call them, have phone calls. If you're, if you know, I have a phone call with my clients right away. I know people are busy. We hop on a call, 20 minute call right away. Or if they've got time in person, sure, we will. But get to know lenders. Don't just call and ask them, what's your rate today? Absolutely. So that's not the only thing that's important. So I think relationships are the most important. Like you said, you know, a lot of people, they're relying on family, friends, um, <coughs> people they know to kind of find a recommendation. I had just, Kayla, an absolute unicorn potential client come across my desk the other day. They reached out to me via email. I was recommended to them by their family members who were some of our longtime neighbors on the lake. And we started, they're traveling up here from out of state. They're looking for something seasonal. They're going to be here, you know, for about three weeks. And they just want to look at properties. And so we talked about that. And then we talked about getting pre-approved. And um, so they were able to connect with the lender of their choice, kind of go through and, and the lender connected with me and, hey, absolutely no problem. Great. You know, ran a bunch of scenarios and this is fantastic. And then we connect and, you know, they don't even want to look until next week, the middle of next week. So just fantastic clients that are doing everything that yeah. we're asking of them. But so relationships, number one, but number two, I, again, I think a lot of people do go on Google. And so how do you find, you know, I mean, there are a lot of paid ads, you know, there are a number of, of lenders, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, you know, like Valley Mortgage has a, a lot of reviews, not a lot of other lenders look to have a tremendous, we got to get you working on your Google reviews, Kayla, not to be critical, but but you've got, 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 got 10 Google reviews. The interesting thing, though, is I'm kind of looking as people are, are searching, you know, that Google now, they allow you to run like a local service ad. They must not for lenders. Mm -hmm. But if I go and I Google real estate agents, like it pops up Google screened results mm -hmm. and like I'm the top in the area. And so it's just uh, kind of, you know, one additional way, you know, mm -hmm. to get kind of the, the top of the stack and so really important you know for us to be finding those motivated people via google i had a really interesting experience kayla you know with google reviews and that i had worked with another local agent who uh, does a tremendous amount of business and i bought a lot of properties through him before i was licensed i left him a five-star google review saying the experience was great and i actually had you know i was competing uh, him and I were competing for a client and the client actually used that review against me. It's like, well, you gave him a five-star review. So, you know, why, boy, if, if you review him, well, you know, why would we want to work with you? Mm -hmm. Hey, just because I'm in real estate now doesn't mean I necessarily yeah. will take down uh, a Google review, but that's kind of a, a strange instance of um, maybe a Google review 
you know, being being hurtful when it's a five-star review. But yeah. Kayla, I was noticing, you know, to kind of be real, uh, I was looking through your reviews. Yeah. Bring so it you, up. Let's talk you, about it. Yeah, Facebook here, you've got 52 reviews of 4.8. You know, our good buddy Tad up here is reviewing you as an agent, had a great experience with you, so that's great. I'm, you know, seeing yeah. some other agents here that have, have reviewed you. And then I get down to a gal here that, doesn't recommend you. Yeah, let's let's read that, shall we, Andy? It was very inappropriate and unprofessional regarding relationships with clients. She made home buying a painful, stressful process because of her flamboyant disposition. Mm -hmm. yeah, I can call you a lot of things. I don't think I'd call you flamboyant, <laughs> but um, you obviously you you gave these individuals a bad experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So this person is, if you'll notice my comment, this is not an actual client. This is somebody that created a fake profile. And I asked and proved to Facebook how it was false. Facebook will not take stuff down, let me tell you. Yeah. But what I can tell you, Andy, is that you're not for everybody. Yeah. And sometimes, I'm going to be very honest, if you are a woman and someone's boyfriend reaches out and asks for help on a mortgage and you're helping them, they might not be okay with that. Yep. Some of them will go and create a fake profile <laughs> and okay. comment. Mm -hmm. So you know what? It is what it is. That's the territory you're in when someone asks for help. I don't care how old they are. I don't care their sex, how much money they have. I'm here to help. But you know what? Some people just truthfully are insecure. That's what happens. <laughs> Life goes on. Go find your people. But... Kayla, I, I want to get us back to kind of the, the discussion here a little bit. And so obviously relationships are key. So ask someone you trust for their recommendation. But there are obviously a lot. I mean, there are a lot of good individuals out there, but just going online and looking at reviews can be helpful. But really, it goes a lot deeper than that. Just because someone has 55 star reviews doesn't mean they're a great agent. I mean, they just might be good at collecting reviews. Mm -hmm. What are what are some other things people should look at, you know, once once they found someone they think they want to work with? You know, if you're really looking into someone, what I do, Andy, is I send someone my QR code. It's on my email, it's on my digital business card. I'll tell people go Google me, go look at my Instagram, my TikTok, my Facebook. Because at the end of the day, we all know that people like I don't create relationships by just talking about mortgage. I create relationships by talking about the things I'm passionate about and hearing, you know, I can't tell you how many times my clients are like, yeah, I've got a dog. And I'm like, oh, what kind? Oh, oh, you got them from from the same rescue I did. Like you get to know people. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's how you create these raving super fans is you get to know someone and you trust them as a human. I don't care how many Google reviews you have. You might say, hey, I'm going to give you uh, put you in a drawing for 50 bucks if you give me a good Google review. Or maybe some, you know, lenders have to have their Google review done by it's it's the bank that they review, not them, things like that. So yeah. for me, I say, get to know the human, the realtor, the lender, and just get to know them, whether that's, you know, actually going to their social medias or essentially, Andy, Googling them and, and seeing it's not just about Google reviews, but what comes up when you Google them? Yeah. Oh, they're part of that nonprofit. Oh, they go to the same church I do. For me, when I am referred to somebody, that's what I do is I get to know them as a human first. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. And I, and then that leads to, okay, now what can you do for me? How can you help me? And I interview that person. What sets you apart from someone else? So when people ask me questions, they're like, sorry, I have so many questions. I'm like, no, this is important to bring it. Like ask me anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what do you think, Andy? Yeah, I agree totally. You know, where I've had the most success and, you know, built the biggest bond with clients is, you know, having that time. I mean, there may be coming to me. I had a gentleman walk in to my office today and who has a long family history with my family. Um, but I just also sold a property near his. And so, you know, he's coming to me not because he knows me, but he knows I had some success for yeah. one of his neighbors. And then he also knows my family and, and thinks highly of them. So things like that, or I, you know, just did a closing with another couple where, hey, they know that I sold a neighbor's property and they knew me from, you know, my prior career. And, and they came in and said, hey, you know, we want to get to know you a little bit more. And what are you offering? And, you know, how do we know that you're going to do a good job? How do we know you're ethical? How do we know you're going to do the right thing? Asking a lot of really great questions. So ultimately just, and and I think the takeaway that we'd like to instill in everyone is just really it goes beyond the review or beyond the recommendation. Actually sit down and decide that, is this person a good fit? They may have been a good fit for my dad, but are they going to be a good fit for me? Exactly. And I think as salespeople, we need to remember the some will, some won't. So what? Because if you get so hooked on, oh my gosh, I wasn't for that person. That, what did I do wrong? Well, you're not going to be for everybody, but you are going to be for the people that you attract. So shine your light, be a lighthouse and the right people that want to work with you and that you want to work with um, will come into your life. I truly believe that. Amen. I love it, Kayla. So I think uh, I'm not going to try to top that. I think we'll leave it at that because I know you've got a closing you've got to get to, but uh, Kayla, a pleasure as always. I hope we're able to connect uh, over the fourth. We will. Happy early birthday. All right. Thanks. Have a great rest of the week. I will if you will. See ya.